Welcome back to the third episode of Arbitrary Arguments, where today it is a much-anticipated argument for Tristan and I to have. We are going to be discussing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, as well as some other superhero movies, but we have been bitching at each other about this topic for, I think, literal years at this point. So I'm very excited to officially close the book on it, hash it all out, close this chapter of our lives right now tristan is what i like to call a big nerd and (laughs) and uh is basically the disney adult of marvel movies and i'm a little bit burnt out so i figured fuck it we'll bully each other on the internet in front of our peers also, that is probably the best way to put it of being like the Disney adult about Marvel movies. That yeah, is like, that's, 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 that's you perfect. Put off, you put off the exact same vibe as like grown, <laughs> okay. a grown I say middle the exact age. same vibe. The exact, okay. the exact, same, the exact, are, the exact no. same vibe. Those people are all way no, worse than me. No, Fuck they're not. <laughs> they're the exact same as you. You're there with your fucking mouse ears on, except yours happen to be like, Iron Man ears. <laughs> Iron Man ears. Yeah, they're they're still the Mickey Mouse fucking ears, but they look like Iron Man suit. And I see okay. you staring there, eating your fucking ice cream cone in the middle of the park, <laughs> be a, be the only person in there with your fucking fast pass. Had to get the fast pass to oh, see yeah, Iron Man. Get the fast pass. Well, to like, be fair, you rides, do have to get the fast pass. Like you're missing out. Fucking brutal. Like yeah, sidebar. Mom, good fucking luck. <laughs> like sidebar. You definitely need a fast pass. I'm not bullying fast pass users yeah, in it's this just, episode. It's just a little bit of a flair, you know, a little sprinkle on on the insult, you know. Yeah. But I do have to correct you, okay? Okay. I wouldn't be standing there with an ice cream cone. I would have a churro because when I go to Disneyland, I get at least two to three churros throughout my stay at Disneyland every single time. They're so goddamn good. No, because I'm sorry, they don't make uh, Marvel themed churros. I know, but they don't make Marvel-themed ice cream. They might. And if they do, you're buying it. Because you can't help yourself. You okay, can't help fair. yourself. That, that, that is fair. <laughs> to be fair, I've not been to Disneyland in a while. And I've not been since they had... Since the acquisition? Since, no, but since they had both Star Wars land, but also they have the, the Avengers campus, which is like their little Marvel-themed yeah. like, corner or whatever on the park. So I don't know if they have an Avengers or Marvel ice cream cone there on Avengers campus. They do. Or even better, if there was like a, a Marvel themed like uh, uh, Turo, if I don't know what <laughs> that, that would look like. That's the yeah, go to for you. That would be the go to. If I had to get the ice cream cone because the Turos are playing Turos, I would probably go for the ice cream cone or go for both. Get the Turo and an ice cream cone. Because you're a sip. Yeah, but also... Dude, their churros are so good. <laughs> I actually, I can't say. 
So they're can't really say good. I experience that. So I'll, they are I'll have to take your work. Quite for expensive. It. I think last time I've been there, they were like four dollars. Well, and, that's Disney snacks for you. But they've gone up though. When I first went yeah? there, it was like three dollars something, and then last time I went, it was like four dollars something. Dude, it's outrageous. The price yeah, is going inflation's up. nuts. I know somebody do something. <laughs> but churros aside, I think yeah. we need to. You know, I you think said, there's some deep rooted issues we need to work out here. Yeah, but also like. Just for the audience, you kind of you touched on it a little bit. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of burnt out. Tristan's a fan, but let's really kind of get into it, just so we can clear yeah, the air, yeah. but like establish where we're at. So Troy, okay. can I tell us like your history with the genre of these types of movies and shows, whether they're Marvel or outside of that, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I think like every kid our age, which you know we're mid twenties. Approaching thirty, I think we all kind of grew up on superheroes. You know, I don't, I don't think there's someone our age who doesn't have some history with the genre, whether it be comics or movies or whatever. Um, but yeah, I grew up watching like the animated shows, like the animated uh, superhero shows, and then um, eventually would watch the movies as they came out. I, I really have a vivid memory of the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Like, I don't know where in the timeline that falls, but for whatever reason, I have the most vivid memory of watching that as a kid. 2001 or two, somewhere in there. Yeah. So that's like the most important superhero memory I have. I remember that being like like my first in our age group, like mid twenties or so would say that. You okay, know? Well, that's good to know that I'm not the only one that has yeah. vivid, uh, <laughs> vivid memories of Sam Raimi. For Spider-Man. me, it was more of Spider-Man two than one, but still the Raimi trilogy yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. influential. Anyways, can go uh, continue what you're saying. Um, and I feel like throughout the entire time, my opinion on superheroes has never changed. I think they are okay at best. I think they've done some really cool things, especially in the past. I think um, I think everything has been done that could be done with superheroes at this point, or at least traditional superhero movies or media. You know, there are some things that are making a point to satirize um, the kind of the genre, I think the boys is an example of that. Oh, kind love of, the boys. They kind of take superheroes and twist it off into something kind of unique. And I can appreciate that. And I think that's a great series. Um, and honestly, kind of same thing with Invincible. I think it's telling a really cool story as well, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank that as high as I do the boys. Um, I just, I think what it's going for is a little more generic than what the boys is going for. Um, while I still appreciate it for what it is, I think it's doing what it's trying to do very well. For me, it's more of I just like live action more than animation. So I just like I just like the boys more uh, just from that standpoint. But I agree. I think the boys just there's so much like I just love the political and social commentary. Of the boys, it's sir, it's it's a satirical commentary on the genre, but it goes far beyond that regarding yeah, yeah, like yeah. American politics and where we're at today. It's that shows is both shows are are brilliant, but the boys is like that's like one of my favorite shows like of all time. It's dude, it's so good. It, it really is three. 
It really is good. But as far as Marvel, which I think is going to be the main main thing that we touch on today, yeah. my feelings I think it's the most on that, relevant, but also like it's the most successful. You know, like DC, they have their success, but they also sure a lot of people are like, uh, they kind of have some hits and misses, and they're just not quite there. Marvel's like, consistency, consistency, which I, I I'll give Marvel consistency, and I'll say. My hatred because it has turned into a hatred because it just it's like when some you're you've had enough of something like it doesn't bother you, you're kind of indifferent towards it, but then you keep seeing it every day. Like, you know, you kind of grow to yeah. resent it a little bit. That's how I feel with Marvel that I just resent its existence at this point. Um, I don't think you know, there's some exceptions, but I don't think they release bad movies. Or a real bad media for the most part. I think the issue is literally oversaturation and that formula repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And my biggest gripe with it before before we move on to how you feel, and then we'll dig deeper into all these things later yeah. on. Um, almost every movie seems like it only exists to set up something else. You know, you had Endgame, which was the the finale. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was done really well. I really liked that movie. Yeah, it's awesome. But with the exception of that, every movie is to set up another movie. And I hate that so much. I hate that you never feel satisfied walking away from a theater because it just, it's, it's the movie version of clickbait is what marvel does every fucking movie there are some exceptions some standalone stories not many that's fair uh i'll just get into my thoughts though uh so like you i can't i you know, how do you not grow up with that stuff you know like yeah. what kind of childhood do you have you're a soulless being if you don't you know right uh, but uh, I, I, you said you were really into the animation shows. Like, what, what were some of the animated shows when you were a kid that you really liked? I don't remember which versions of things there are. I remember watching X Men, okay, Ultimate Spider Man, uh, <laughs> Static Shock. Oh, Static Shock! Hell yeah, yeah. But things that were coming around around that era, um, wouldn't call them superheroes, but. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like things that they're kind of like superhero adjacent. You know what I mean? Well, they are. Their their origin is based on Daredevil, actually, because the chemical that makes them into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the same thing that gives Daredevil his enhanced senses and stuff like that. It was sort of like it was meant to be a riff on Daredevil. Actually, I actually didn't know that. That's very cool. Yeah. So hey, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll, you're I'll learning something here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. I have all the trivia. Yeah, you got it all. And I remember there being like, and obviously like the animated Batman yeah. series. And then um, I remember there being a bunch of weird like spinoff movies too. Like Hulk yeah. versus whoever. Like, Yeah. I feel like DC especially, like it, there's just like a million, you go on H, go on H, uh, you and the listeners go on HBO Max and look through their selection. There's a billion animated dc movies mm-hmm. and i just i can't keep track of it i haven't seen any of them so i don't know if they're good or not i know there was some hype behind like this two-parter batman thing that came out recently it's like halloween something uh but it's it's crazy like yeah like what you said there's a 
a billion of these like offshoot movies that are just direct to video or back in the day direct to like DVD or VHS or whatever, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, but for me, I never got so much into the animated, like the cartoons and such. Like there was some I liked, like the uh, the Justice League animated series. So cool. So good. Uh, Static Shock. How could you not watch it? Uh, Batman Beyond. I liked a yes. lot. Um but that was about it. I watched, but I would watch the movies here and there. I would never call myself necessarily a fan. I'd seen the Raimi movies, uh, all two of them. We will not count that third movie. It does not exist. We're counting uh, it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I watched some other stuff. I, um, of course, the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, I watched. Uh, I really liked the first two of those. I didn't really care about the third one, unfortunately. Stop trying to pretend movies don't exist. <laughs> I'm you're only like, pretending you're like, the third one doesn't exist. The third Batman <laughs> does exist. I said I didn't like it. I'm just saying the third Spider-Man does not exist because that movie is fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh I but I you know I would I would be a casual uh fan or like not even a fan, but a casual like audience member. And some of the stuff I would love, like I, I loved The Dark Knight. It's one of my favorite movies. I'll rewatch it like every couple of years. Logan is another one of my favorite Logan's movies. Logan's fantastic. It's tremendous. Uh, when it comes to the MCU, though, I never was a fan. I really resisted it because it was so popular. And I was just kind of like, I just kind of threw it off or whatever. And then I would see a couple movies here and there. Like whether it's like a friend's like, hey, let's go see guardians of the galaxy which i end up loving uh and then i saw the second one just on my own because i was like i loved the first one i want to see the second one and love the second one uh then there's some stuff that just kind of came about but then there's some stuff it's like oh spider-man homecoming like i'm a huge spider-man spider-man is my favorite superhero next to batman so i was like yeah, oh Spider-Man's obviously fantastic. gonna have to see this because it's spider-man you know but when it comes to like kind of the deeper characters like that are just like that you have to be really a fan to go watch and see like hawkeye yeah because so, no one like, in their right fucking mind would like hawkeye yeah so right. stuff like that i would either i would sometimes see or sometimes i would miss but what got me to be an mcu fan was actually not long ago really in hindsight like it wasn't up until uh 2017 i think it was 2018 somewhere in there but i saw thor ragnarok because my mom was like this looks really fun. Let's go see it. And there was great reviews. People were raving about it. So I decided to look, to give it a shot, even though I thought it looked like dog shit from the trailers. Yeah. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite MCU movies. And I've rewatched it so many times since then. Then I saw Black Panther, which was the next MCU movie that followed up the next year. And I also, again, I just, I couldn't get into the trailers. I just wasn't very sold. I, I ended up coming away. I liked it. I did not. I think I was higher up on it when I came out of the theater. And then as I digested it, I came a little bit lower on it, but I still liked it a lot. I think there's a lot of stuff they did really well. Um, I would say that. And then also the hype behind infinity war, those two things coming together of these two movies. I didn't think that looked good that came away liking or loved, but then also this hype behind infinity war and the awesome trailers and all this stuff that coming out about it. I'm like, this is a cultural like event essentially you know and i'm like okay i have to see this and through that i watched through the other movies learning about the universe the characters all this universe and character building that they've done and really seeing the brilliance of that 
And like, I know you said, you don't really like that. It, everything is leading up to something. I get that critique, but it's almost like watching like a TV series, you know, like a very story driven TV series, except it's on a very bigger theatrical scale. It has that, obviously there's issues with that because that you kind of just want like a, a standalone movie that just kind of ends and you're like, okay, that we're not moving, you know, looking beyond that or anything like that. I, I think they do have more of that than you're giving them credit for, to be honest, but there are seeds that they plant that are meant to grow into something bigger. And I think that stuff's awesome, but through that and blowing blown away by infinity war that is when i became a huge fan and really yeah. understanding what they did to build out this universe and to flesh it out and i became more appreciative of it and i just i think i think it's really really brilliant stuff on the way they've kind of built this out and i just i mean, i i've i just they've sold so me, there's, they got me there's something that you said there um that i wanted to touch on cuz sure. i didn't really notice it until Till you mentioned it, where you were like, my love for Marvel is a relatively recent thing. Yeah. You're like, or the MCU more so, um, yeah. is what you said. My disdain for it happened after Endgame. Mm. And I think a part of it is because to give credit where credit's due, you're, you nailed it. They created a, a social event. Yeah. A cultural phenomenon, right? They yeah. they created it, and then especially it when you look at their competitor with DC and DC, it's yeah. like, hey, here's Justice League, and everyone's like, oh, all right, you did all this right. in what five years when MCU did it in like oh, like a decade, you know, and, yeah. like, and slowly built it out instead of yeah, it's like God, I can go on about how much DC fucked this all up, <laughs> but they really did create like a cultural event, and it was cool, it was awesome, it was unique. Hadn't really been done before. I applaud that. I think it deserves a lot of praise for that. And it was all leading up to Endgame. And then Endgame happened. It met my expectations. I thought it was a great finale to this experience. And then the motherfuckers are like, aha, we have another phase to our plan. And I was like, Uh, I I don't think that was, it was was like, sneak attack. Fuck you. you, dude. Like, you're going to do it again now? I hate you. Well, they have a million comics and characters that they never introduced. I know, but I fucking hate it. I, the balls to be like, we're going to do it a second time. I don't like. To be honest, I don't like because it seems like they had much higher standards for what they're building. And now, I, you know what people are like, oh, these are like underappreciated heroes or, or all oh, these are like the lesser known for a fucking reason. Okay. Cause they're not good. They are. That's why well, they're not like some, some of them aren't. You're telling me, you're telling me they're not scraping the bottom of a barrel when they're going to be doing no. a fucking Hawkeye spinoff TV series. Well, Hawkeye in the comics is actually really beloved and they are bringing in Kate Bishop who in the comics is like an extremely beloved character. I'm not, I'm actually not much of a comic book reader. So I am coming out from the outside and just, I'm just hearing like what the general discussions are, you know, on, on that sort of thing. But I think they what they've done really cool. Cause have you seen any of the Marvel shows by the way? No, I refuse. Okay. Um, I just wanted to know, but 
what they've done those shows have had issues i was mainly i watched like some of the early ones that like like, all were canceled no 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 like before that like oh like oh like netflix and such yeah oh gotcha i watched some of those um and it just didn't do anything for me so when the new wave came out even though the new wave of shows like wandavision and stuff were supposed to be significantly better and like loki were they're supposed to be significantly better i was just already like it feels like characters that i read about like in comics are being milked and i don't see it as being like oh we're let's get some love for these characters like these lesser known characters i really do see it as like it was like oh people aren't sick of this character yet we'll we'll throw them into the mix and see what we can do we'll follow the same form the exact same formula that we we did with these characters it's actually not quite like that they've done some really interesting different stuff with the shows not so much Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like that wasn't so different. Uh, it felt more formulaic. Not to say that's that's bad. Like clearly the formula works, and I think uh, I think it's it's fun regardless. But like WandaVision, like almost a whole series felt so different. And but that show really elevated that character and gave her an actual arc and actually like grew her as a character, but also in terms of power level too. Uh, so I think they've done some really cool stuff. Falcon and Winter Soldier making Falcon into Captain America. And the Loki show is wild, too. Uh, I think they've done a cool job of all this. Uh, obviously, it's not been perfect because I feel like just like when the, the early movies, there were some hits and misses and they were just trying to get their ground. So now that they have like longer form storytelling through TV shows, they're also just getting their ground, trying to figure it out. But the Netflix shows, they weren't actually necessarily under their umbrella. They, they were just kind of like, tossed to the side and they were being run by someone other than Kevin Feige. So I think that's why there's some inconsistencies with the Netflix shows. Although I will say the Daredevil Devil show, that show was fucking great. Uh, the other shows, not so much, but Daredevil, that show fucking rules. I don't care what anyone says. So good. Now with, with a lot of these characters, they are doing origin stories because they don't want to have, you know that just their thing is introducing a lot of people to these characters for the first time yeah but origin origin stories can only have so much variety and are you not sick of origin stories like okay so here's my thing on origin stories like are you not sick like and i keep seeing the same thing like Oh, like I went and saw Shang-Chi or the acting was amazing and the cinema and the uh, and the set pieces are awesome and the chore the choreographed fights are, are the best they've ever been, the best choreographed fights I've ever seen. And all that stuff is great. I don't hear people being like, oh my god, the character development and the plot. Oh my god. Like- I will give my stance on that on that stuff. So Shang-Chi, I thought was really good i thought but what that what that did differently though in terms of the origin story stuff it wasn't it was yes an origin story but at the same time it kind of wasn't because he actually already had like the ability to beat the fuck out of people and stuff like that yeah um it was more of like kind of getting is more of it was less an origin story of him becoming it was yes it was an origin story of him becoming a superhero yes but it's also 
an he was already a badass before. Yeah, it was yeah, more I'm, of an evolving, a, a deeper level of his character. So I think that, that actually kind of, in some ways, kind of did it with the formula, just adding like an extra ingredient or two to make it kind of fresher. And then also having some of the side characters actually have some evol- like uh, growth, like Aquafina's character actually had an arc and actually grew as a character, which normally the side characters don't get that. I will say the origin stories of Mar- across the board, Marvel and whatnot, I think are generally weaker. I think movies typically get better with the sequels. Not always, of course, but generally it's like, hey, we have this established. Now let's get to the real stuff that you actually want to see, you know, of them being like, I have my shit together. Now let's go beat the fuck out of some people, you know, and do some other cool stuff story-wise and character-wise. Just look at the Sam Raimi movies with between one and two. Again, ignore three because it's universally hated, but one it's a, you know it's a classic people love it but two universally everyone's like this is a much better movie you know it's not always the case that stuff but Batman Begins and Dark Knight Dark Knight again they just evolve it and they are able to be like hey we did all the the setup and whatnot now let's actually like go into this world that we kind of have established so I think the origin story stuff it's necessary because you do need to introduce that stuff or else you're gonna be like who the fuck is this person you know but at the same time it's just it's it's kind of an investment. It's like, okay, this is good, not great, not what I expect in terms of the top tier stuff. But when you get to the sequel, it's usually significantly better. They have improved it. They're also like, hey, we have things established. We don't have to do all this exposition. We don't have to do all this setup. We can just get into the meat of everything and get to these awesome character moments, do the cool fights, do all this other stuff that people actually give a shit about, you know? And, so and I, I, wonder, I agree, but... I wonder how much of that is the thing and i think maybe maybe that's why you being so into marvel is confusing to me is because i think maybe i misunderstand your tastes i think is maybe the best way to word it like okay i will say i think the marvel movies have some of the best set pieces I think they have great actors. I don't think I, you know, when my criticisms of a Marvel movie after watching it are never, oh my God, the acting. Yeah. Well, they or, get like top tier never, people. Yeah. And it's never like, oh my God, this is an ugly movie. It's never, oh my God, the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack's always beautiful, well done. The, the choreographed fights yeah, are the always core of the filmmaking cool. is solid. The core of the filmmaking is solid. My only issue is on the storytelling. And I, I can't stress like it very well could be a personal thing, but like, I like, I like stories that have me thinking a lot. Uh-huh. I want to be thinking or feeling. Those are the two things that I want. I want to. Be, I'm the same way. I love thinking I, or feeling. I want to be. Crying. We've talked about on this podcast on how yeah. we love. We're cry boys. We love to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to cry, or I want which Marvel has has done that a few times. Yeah, and me, like, how can you not cry in Endgame? You know. But I can't think of a Marvel movie off the top of my head that makes me think. I agree. No, I. I, I can't think... like. I don't. You know, it's one of those things when we talked about horror movies that we like. You know, we talked about hereditary. Yeah. Like these real deep films that are that are very character driven. So when like we're talking character development of a superhero, 
I'm not. It's like, yeah, it's technical, technically character development, but I'm not watching. It feels like when it does have them go through like this crazy struggle that they need to overcome, it's the exact same struggle that other superheroes had. It's always, oh, I'm weak. I need to be stronger to beat this villain. Or, oh, this horrible thing happened to my family. Now I need to like overcome it. It's, or, it, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not as much nuance in that area. And while I can see, like, and keep in mind, I'm bitching about movies that if you ask me to rate them, I'm rating them seven or eights out of ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not calling these movies like shit tier films because I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. But I think maybe what the most important thing for me is, is their weakest area. Yeah, I think is what it boils down to. Like, I love a good fight scene as much as the next guy. I love a good sound score. I like a pretty looking movie, but I'll also watch a fucking horribly a movie that looks awful if it's got a great story to tell. Yeah, with bad acting, it won't bother me at all. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like, understandable. So I think maybe it's just like you know, the sum of all its parts is great. But the part that I think is the most important happens to be Marvel's weak spot. I think I, what, what I appreciate about Marvel is you really do feel like they do try and improve upon things, you know? Like, if you just look at the early MCU movies, like the first phase versus yeah. what we got around Endgame and all the other movies that came around that time, like, there's civic improvements in certain areas. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think they've gotten... And they've got they I think they have to make things successful enough because they are technically family movies, you know, like they're in the right spot at PG 13 where anyone of any age can watch it and enjoy it. And I think there are some deeper stuff, not so much on the level of stuff that you and I talk about. Like some of these movies are so deep, and you you can just spend hours tearing out the sh- the the layers of it and getting into the deep themes and the stuff yeah. about the characters. And that's and the, the stuff I, I like the movies that like. Two hours later, I'm like, did I like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Was that As something that's an experience, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. watching like Midsummer or something like and that. And you're like, that, like that final act, that movie. Oof. Uh, shot, no spoilers to that movie, but man, that, that orgy scene, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah. But, uh, but I think I, what Mar- Marvel has to actually. With this is going to make me sound really pretentious, but I think it closes out my thoughts. So let me interrupt okay, sure. you real quick. Yeah. Because uh, you're about to tell me you're not a grown man child, and it really seems like you are. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, this, oh, I'm going to sound so pretentious. Okay. Go for it. I think Marvel movies are entertainment and that's great that's the goal that's what they're trying to be and they don't have any obligation to try to be more than entertainment um that you know has some art mixed in but when i i look at movie making as an art form and of course like of course it's like marvel movies are still very much art yeah i feel like says he territory no but i don't think he was that far off 
Yeah, yeah. I think I know what he was trying I, to say, but I he just think, maybe didn't articulate I think it. he worded it wrong, but I think he was right in his intent of what okay. he was trying to say. That's fair. I think he kind of worded it like an asshole. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and and you know, he he didn't need to, but I agree with what I what I interpret he was saying. You know, I he could have it could be surface level and he could just be an asshole. Who's saying yeah. like, oh, they're they're not art, they're not cinema. Yeah, just whatever. like completely discarding it. Cause you and I and, really and, talked about this what yesterday or the day before about like complete like a friend of ours was talking about Ed Sheeran. And you're like, I don't think anyone should just completely like write someone off. Yeah. yeah sort yeah, of like yeah. this. You shouldn't write it completely off. Like a whole it's a whole genre. It's not just well, it's Marvel, like it's- I said, I'm and I'm also calling it like, you know, these are seven out of tens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they're artistic on some level, but maybe not in the way i was hoping for yeah or uh, or maybe i don't think they they balance like and it, it just boils down to the the tone of them i feel like every marvel movie has the same tone i would say there's and an that tone, tone is not for me I, I i feel like there's an overarching tone of like what you get but i do think there are some different levels of it like i think well, sure. Like Guardians of the Galaxy has yeah. a different tone than. You read like my mind. I was going to use Guardians of the Galaxy as but, as my uh, my example. Yeah, but, but I do get there is overall a, like a part, it's a part of the formula, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think I I want to go back to the thinking thing because I was in the middle of saying something, and you're you're fine. Uh, you, you know, you had to get that out of your system. You're good. But I think the 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 shows have been really interesting because they've talked. They've gotten into some deeper stuff with the shows, like Falcon or Soldier. Uh, basically it's like hey at the end of the game spoilers that he you know falcon's given the shield right and he's like you're gonna be the new captain america and him and uh you know winter soldier basically have a conversation he goes dude you guys know like giving a black man the shield really means something a little bit different than when you guys attended it and they had a real conversation about race and the movie handles it i thought for like a disney show or whatever yeah pretty decently you know like at least they had the conversation i thought they it was actually pretty cool at some of the stuff they're doing and wandavision's all about grief and it's like there's some heavy ass shit in there and it makes you feel and then there's stuff that goes into the thinking stuff it doesn't quite hit on a very elevated level but it's at the same time i think they do in terms of i think what they do great in terms of the thinking aspects that we talked about is i think it's a great way to get younger audiences to do that you know and if you're an adult it's more of wow this is actually kind of like moving because i know these characters but so not so much of like i'm gonna really think about this one you know so i think they do like an interesting job of like talking about these things i think you just nailed it though these are children movies i would say children but they are definitely like they're trying to be accessible to children you know this is your harry potter yeah yeah except hey no transphobia (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, JK, uh, JK Rowling, if you're listening, just go fuck yourself. But, anyways, uh, I think, yeah, I think I get why they do that, though. Cause, you know, I think it, I think it's important that they are like this PG 13 realm. I would love to see an R rated stuff because we are getting Deadpool 3 and they'll, they've even said, hey, we're going to do some more adult shit later on. That's awesome. I can't wait. I am more of a adult, mature content type person. Marvel's like my. Cause you're really, not 13. Marvel's like seriously one of the only sh- things that I watch that's like in that level of PG 13. Most of the stuff I watch is like R, I feel like. And that's not a conscious thing or whatever. No, it's, no, like, it's, it's good taste. to have like, you know, some things you can go back to to like 
you know, make you feel like a kid again. And Marvel's your thing. And that's, that's fine. I have things like that. <laughs> yeah, I watch yeah. things uh, for kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, Marvel definitely has its weaknesses. Everything does. Like there's nothing that's perfect. And uh, I do think they are doing a good job improving it. I like the, ser- like the series aspect of it, of it's like, it closed out basically like, like the Infinity Saga was like, like a like a book essentially or or a series of novels that closed it out and like all right here's the next story essentially that we're going to tell and like i just i like the expansion of it and i like how it's going to expand the universe and the the characters stuff that i already like and they're just going to be introducing more of it and go into new places they even said that they're trying their best to really do things differently and change up the formula a little bit here and there and also i think they're doing a great job of trying to spread the diversity like hey our first 10 years or so pretty white and pretty male dominated for the most part you know and i think they're doing an awesome job introducing people of color like like we talked about shang chi or eternals is going to have a lot of diversity with terms of lgbt representation disability representation people of color representation so like that i like that even though that movie looks off i think it looks like could be decent like i said the origin story stuff generally are not the strongest so we'll see how that movie turns out i'll let you know if you're curious on my thoughts about that movie you know me i'll give i'm always eyes. curious about your thoughts but I, I want you to clarify your thoughts real quick too sure yeah what do you want I, to I think you know when when we're sitting here i feel like we're not when we hash it out and go through this line by line yeah i feel like our thoughts aren't as different as they might seem on the surface yeah because, you know, a lot of the criticisms that I have, you're like, generally, I do think that's a weak spot. Yeah. You know, you've had a couple things like, oh, well, you're not you're not considering this or here's a counter example. Yeah. And that's great. But I feel generally we're not disagreeing with the individual things. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with all the pros you have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you're not really uh, disagreeing with the cons yeah. that I have. Um, or at least not completely so how come whenever a movie you know a marvel movie comes out it's always oh that's a 10 out of 10 that's a 9 out do you really believe that no or is it just like felt that way didn't you give uh, shang chi a 9 out of 10 i think i gave it like an 8 i I could double check on my uh on my letterbox here but anyways i i feel like you're always like maybe it's your you're like that was amazing maybe it's an like eight out of level. ten is an amazing to you no, no no i think it's more of when you get out of something and you like it a lot you kind of get more amplified and then you kind of deflate okay as you so, so as you deflate you don't think all these movies are nine ten out of 10s. no so maybe still, like end game yeah and like i think i think there's the sum of their parts is good yeah but they have I, the weaker moment, like they have weak links. That's, so I want to touch on something. Right, uh, and this goes in with what we're talking about right now about the, the scoring, you know, like, which is a very subjective thing that doesn't really mean anything. But of I, course, think it's a good, yeah. I think it's a good baseline to give people a good hint. I'd be like, hey, what do you think about it? You're like, oh, solid, seven out of 10 or whatever, you know? And you said this a few months ago uh, on our Discord with a bunch of our friends. So one of our friends asked yeah, yeah. you what you thought about the Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn, who also yeah, did yeah. the Guardians movies for. I remember know. exactly what I said. And you said, oh, it was really good, an 8 out of 10. And then you said this because you knew I would read it about how I don't remember the exact wording, but it's basically. I like, think I said something because the superhero movie can never be above an 8 out of 10. Yeah, that was basically the gist of what you said. Yeah, yeah. You very much Which, of course, me was a jab. For this you. podcast. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Uh, 
I like to take little jabs at my friends. Yeah. So, so. I've had a lot of time to think about that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think for the most part, I think a lot of I think Mar- like if we're talking about Marvel. I think they're in the seven to eight range. At the worst, they get down to a six, but even then, that's not like the end of the world, you know. Well, and at the best, a nine. So, but then there's I, I do think and, you know, and I want to look at the genre as a whole for a second. Right, right, right. I think there's some, and then there's other areas like man, you, you, there are superhero movies. There are like twos and threes and ones, you know. Sure. And then there's some stuff that's you know they're all over the place. Uh, DC, I'm looking at you with your yeah, with you. Yeah, all over the place, literally all over the board. Uh, I think, and I'm talking about the genre as a whole. I think right, right, right. there are some that do get to nines and tens. I think there are. I think they they there are superhero movies that can touch every score on the board, from one to ten. So what's a ten? Give me an example of a ten. I think The Dark Knight, despite some of its issues, but I think all of its issues are rather uh, minor to not th- take a point. I think that movie's a ten. I've really? seen that movie so many times. It's so good. See, I think I, Logan is also a 10. Okay. I think Endgame okay. and Infinity War are both 10s. I think Endgame, here's the thing. All right, well, hold, let me touch each of these, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, and if there's anything else you want to throw out there that I didn't mention, feel free to make your point. I, don't I, was just, I just tossed out like four. I have a strong there. feeling that's not going to happen. I'm not like I'm going to be adding any nonsense. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Gotcha, Anyways. gotcha, gotcha. So uh, Dark Knight for me is a 9 out of 10. I'm not going to split hairs with you over one point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like As long as we can agree, that movie is fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that movie's better than good. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, Especially coming from me as someone who hates Nolan. I hate Nolan. Oh, I know you do. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I just want to emphasize uh, that for the audience. Fuck Nolan. But... <laughs> <laughs> you're a wild man but yeah that movie for me is a 9 out of 10 which I think is fair uh, Logan I, I won't argue uh, okay I actually am going to argue Logan and I'm going to argue it with the same argument that I'm going to use for Endgame uh, Infinity War I just I just automatically think it's an 8 or a 9 um, I'll give you that my experience watching in game was a 10 out of 10 yeah but how much score can you give a movie that relies on 20 other films to get the full experience so how much of that how much of watching it like if you were watching and you know just the avengers movies Okay. Let's say you only watched the Avengers movies. Yeah. You didn't watch any of the other origin stories, any of the other Marvel movies yeah. in that phase. But you did at least watch all the Avengers movies, so it wasn't like unreason. You weren't unreasonable about going to see the final thing in like a trilogy without, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Is it still a 10 out of 10? Because I don't think it is. I think it is. Really? I think it's just like you think it's a standalone experience with none of the information. A standalone thing to have a ten out of ten, though. Like you could rely on. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying the experience is a ten out. The sum of its parts is a ten out of ten. But if you strip it back, like it can't be a ten out of ten on its own. 
I wouldn't review a movie and give it a lesser score because oh, it really it really was handled because of all this all this build up whatever. I no, I I think that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's unreasonable to ask somebody to watch 20 fucking movies. I'm not asking they, anyone. You're I'll watch in, it. You're insane. You're insane. No. <laughs> like if like Okay, I know people that I went and saw. I think my mom actually went and saw. Uh, you know, she'd watch the Avengers movies, but she didn't watch. She didn't watch all the. Uh, the I'm gonna call them spinoffs. I know that's not what they are. Yeah, but the you know Guardians of the Galaxy stuff like that. Didn't watch those movies. She's like, who the fuck are these characters? Like, didn't care at all. And I feel like you have to have. If someone can't sit down and watch, you know, just the main series of films and and understand what's going on, you got to at least deduct a point. No, I think no, I think as a, as a movie though, like it's it's a fantastic movie. I think it was. I think it's great. Yeah, sure, there is that. It's inaccessible, sure, but I wouldn't deduct a point because. Of, you don't think inaccessibility or or you don't think accessibility is a is even a factor in a score? It, not in this case. I think accessibility in a oh, movie so, can so make a exception? difference, but I, I don't think this is a case in point to deduct a, po- a whole point because of this of this issue. Because I don't think it's a big enough issue to take a point away. Really? Yeah. You could make that art. I think that's totally fine to say it's a it's an issue, but to be like, I'm going to, because of this one thing, I'm going to deduct a whole point. I don't think it's a big enough issue. But uh, a nine out of 10, I mean, a nine out of 10 and still saying like, like, Hey, this is a 10 out of 10 experience. I, I don't think it's unreasonable. I think that's, that's a great way to I don't put think it, it's unreasonable totally, to say for this is a 10 review, out of 10 you can experience. Totally do that, but I, I still think that movie's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> and just for the record what the reason I, I brought logan into that mix too is i think it kind of has that same issue of if you don't already care about logan or wolverine about that. and again i will i that one has a lot less that you need to experience i think that maybe feels very stale because i never watched the other x-men movies i just went to that movie and it, I, it, it can be i think it could be more enjoyed standalone but I'm looking at all the Avengers movies. Also, the X-Men movies are 90% of them are trash anyways. Right. University people are like, oof. Like people really were not happy. But you knew who Logan was. You knew who Wolverine was. Yeah, yeah. You know who these characters are. Yeah. You've experienced them in some level at some point in your life and have some sort of relationship. Yeah. Well, he's an iconic character, so that one's easy to naturally. I think that I think that one was easier to make a standalone experience than the Avengers movies could have been. And I think it's the nature of the Avengers movies that they were always going to have that working against them. And I'm not saying anybody could have made it. And I'm not saying like, Oh, the director could have done X, Y, and Z to make this more accessible or to make people not need as much background knowledge. That's not what I'm saying. I just think it would be unreasonable to look at it as a, as a perfect 10 out of 10 is perfect. 
I, mean, I, I don't no think flaws. 10 out of 10. I don't think 10 out of 10 is perfect. The problem with this, a, a numbered system is there is subjectivity of what does these numbers mean? If you go to like a, 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 an outlet that does reviews, like IGN or something like that, right? And they have like a scored review system. Not every outlet does, but let's say, you know, let's take the, the outlets that do. Some of the, and they always, if you have a scored system, and this is coming from me having a journalism background, sure. you need to define what those numbers mean because it can mean a million different things. And some websites will consider a 10 out of 10 or five by five, depending on what their scoring is, but they'll consider, hey, 10 out of 10, that's perfect. But there's some outlets that will define that as amazing or whatever, some other adjective that's like, oh my God, this is great. You know, I think I don't, per- I, and I'm more in line with that. I don't think a 10 out of 10 is, it means it's perfect. I do, but it does mean it's like, it's fantastic. It's amazing. You know, whatever adjective okay. you want so to throw for, at it. For me, a 10 out of 10 is as perfect as a movie can get. Means okay. reasonably. Because nothing can be perfect. I reasonably flaws, right? Yeah. Like, I think it has flaws within a, a, a reasonable range. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing that takes away from nothing, the experience. There's no such thing. Yeah, it's like you said, there's no such thing as something that's perfect. Yeah, I man, but I, I think the people who who have that mentality, oof, man, drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, because I think you could pick apart any movie if you sat long enough and tried to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's plenty of movies that I give a 10 out of 10 that people pick apart you know what i mean and, and it, yeah it's, you've given me some yeah. recommendations of movies you're like this is fantastic and i was like "Ooh, memento is not that good <laughs> which is still well, I, i'm glad you said that on here though because i just won a ton of credibility points yeah now there is uh now recorded evidence to anyone over that. 30 listening to our episode anyways yeah um, i've won a little bit of credibility points but but yeah <laughs> but yeah for me a 10 out of 10 is like this is the best. This is an S tier film in this genre. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's so fair. like, you know, I I might expect more. A movie might have to be technically better to be a ten out of ten as a drama than a comedy. Yeah, because you, you can't, does that like, make sense? Like, yeah, because like, I don't think you absurd can compare like, a ten out of ten comedy to like a ten out of ten horror film. They're gonna have different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, right? like that's just, like that's ridiculous. There are people who compare movies that you just can't compare because they're include different genre. Like a ten out of ten superhero movie, it's just like that's the genre, you know. Like there's just a certain like ingredients that make that genre, you know. And then I was like, oh, Endgame's a ten out of ten, but I also think. The thing, John Carpenter's The Thing is a 10 out of 10. I do think that, right. but I'm not going to compare this to That's fucking ridiculous. Get out of yeah. here. For okay. those, so those so listeners, it, come on. It seems we're more so splitting hairs on what defines a 10 out of 10. When yeah, and I think that's literally anyone. Uh, but I will say, I've, as an experience, I agree that it's a 10 out of 10. But I have a what, lot of issues with... For you, for this yeah, genre, yeah. what are the S-tier movies then? I would agree with Logan. Okay. As in... Is an S tier superhero. I can't think of a better superhero movie than Logan. You want to put uh, Dark Knight as an S tier? Yeah, but lower S tier. Okay, okay. Like if you know, if if it was from left to right, like I would give Logan a a ten out of ten. I would give uh, I would give Dark Knight a nine. Okay, 
I would also put S tier for into the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse because that movie so fucking good. Yeah, I'd give that a nine. Okay, I give, give that a nine. Yeah. Thank God, or else, man. Hey, I will say this. Overall, I think you have good taste in the superhero genre, Troy. I'll Aww. give you that. And you know what? Man, you're, you, you're a little you more like mature than I thought. Tier. Huh? You're a little more mature than I thought. I was worried I was going to be talking to a man child all. all hey, you know me. This. It's not like some of our <laughs> friends who will not, who will go unnamed right now. I was, say, when, we're ra- when we're wrapping up, though, I want to ask one more thing. All yeah, right. Go ahead. What do you think ready. the genre could do to make itself kind of refresh itself? Whether that's for your taste or just for the, the genre as a whole, you could do just to improve these types of movies. I think it needs to uh I think it needs to take more risks. Mm-hmm. I, I think risk taking is something it severely lacks. Um, and again, it all goes back to if you look at it as a whole they were taking a tremendous amount of risk by making this connected universe that's kind yeah. of ride or die sort of thing and, and releasing movies that require 20 movies of, of back knowledge to fully appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's a really that's epic, risk. big but, series. You well, know? It's, like, it's like anything like that. But yeah. from a movie to movie basis, I think more risk taking would be needed. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to take a look at their formula and go against it a little more or find uh, yeah or find something bigger to say have okay. a bigger message or have have something unique to say i think i think are the big things for me i think yeah i i agree i think I would love just to see the genres expand, like the subgenres of it. Okay, you have the superhero umbrella. What's sure. under that umbrella? And I think, for the most part, it's action comedies is like what it is, you know. Yeah, uh, I then you get some other stuff like Logan is like a western drama. Drama, yeah. yeah. And then like you do have some other stuff like even MCU wise, like WandaVision's a sitcom. You have like this cosmic, you know, like look with the guardians of the galaxy the next doctor strange which comes out next year that is going to be the first horror movie in the mcu uh so there's there's you know they're dabbling it but yeah like you said just take the extra jump just kind of do yeah. some extra stuff like like cool you're doing some, i think they're doing a good job of trying to do things differently then i'm looking at the third parties who like the boys who are just doing something so right, right, right. different, you know, like I think the third parties overall are doing probably the best job. Um, at, at least with, with risk, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like they might man, not the have boys, all the resources, but they're, they're really going out of their way to try some new shit. Yeah. You know like I mean? the boys it's like with what superheroes stand right now, you know? And then it's like, let's make an adult superhero show that is, ultra graphic and the superheroes are for the most part outside of a couple are all the villains you know and it's just like man that show is brilliant and uh i know i agree i think uh, hey at least we're able to find i know things got a little heated there may have been a few punches thrown but i'm glad we could agree the things that they can improve upon you know yeah i i I think and I, i you know i'm gonna speak for myself i can't speak for you I went into this thinking we were going to clash a lot more than we did. I think I thought we were further apart on this 
And a lot of that was me self-reflecting about these films in preparation for this episode. And remember that while I am burnt out on them, I don't think they're bad. Yeah. And that's my big thing. Like, I'm just so burnt out that I'm like, I have no desire to watch them as if they're shit tier movies. Yeah. But I don't think that. And I never have. Yeah. I well, you just could avoid think, some of the shit tier ones because I guarantee you the next Aquaman is going to be yeah. really bad because the first Aquaman <laughs> was fucking horrendous and no one should watch that goddamn movie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, hey Troy, I'm glad our friendship is intact. That was the thing I was like, man, we're, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm totally okay with ending my friendship with Troy if it comes down to it. You're but like hey, Marvel was more important to me. Yeah, absolutely, 100%, 100%. <laughs> But I'm glad we were able to to salvage something out of this i think that's what this show is very much about is trying to find that common ground. trying to find that middle ground yeah yeah and before we end troy i just have to really emphasize this to go back to the top of the show is if you come down to california we're going to go to disneyland and we're going to get you those churros because goddamn <laughs> so good okay but i know you're gonna be eating your mickey mouse iron man cow. yeah yeah and don't worry i'll pay for the churros because man it's like buying a second <laughs> house for you yeah that's gonna be crazy yeah i have to take out a mortgage for my five dollar churros <laughs> I-, I don't know what price they're gonna be by the time i get there next dude they're probably double. after the pandemic dude they're 10 bucks oh fuck god damn it uh, 10 bucks and a handy <laughs> oh okay oh you're like oh, ooh, dude. i'm gonna it comes I'm gonna with a right bonus and go now. to disneyland uh i gotta get a handy and a uh a churro no, no you give the handy you don't give <laughs> even, even better <laughs> i love you you're like oh my god this is amazing yeah this is this is perfect hey those people they're not making enough money they they gotta get some enjoyment i'll give it to them <laughs> you're like i'm a trooper yeah, I've made enough good movies for me. I'll I'll take one for the team. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for hashing out with me. I'll catch you soon. Uh, Thank bye, you guys friends. for listening. Thank you.